0: Welcome to Mile Marker, a Mississippi Roads podcast. I'm Walt Grayson. In this episode, we travel to the University of Mississippi where we find the Blues Archive. Greg Johnson, Blues Archive curator, and Dr. Jennifer Ford, head of the University's Archives and Special Collections, explains what's preserved here. And blues researcher Jamel Kareem tells us why he likes the Blues Archive.
1: Well, there's a big dog howling The
2: The Blues Archive is a collection of blues sound recordings, photographs, memorabilia, business documents related to the record industry, and uh, much more. And it is available to the public uh, to come and access for either blues research or enjoyment. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Um, The Blues Archive is one of the units within the Department of Archives and Special Collections, which is part of the university library system uh, here at the University of Mississippi.
0: The Department of Archives and Special Collections at the University of Mississippi's mission is to acquire, preserve, protect, and most importantly, make accessible to the public items related to the state of Mississippi, its history and culture, its music.
2: Our primary focus is students and faculty here at the University of Mississippi, but we get researchers and blues fans from all over the world coming here to uh, see unique materials that you can't find anywhere else.
0: I'm quite often asked, especially by younger children coming in to see the archives, gosh, how much is that worth? And there's so many ways to calculate worth just outside of monetary value. Just knowing that some of the things in our collection are absolutely irreplaceable. There would be no way to substitute them within the collection. And that is what makes an archival collection unique. That is how they are different from other parts of a library, is that you cannot duplicate what they have.
2: We have original Robert Johnson 78s. You see Robert Johnson '78 selling from anywhere from like three to ten thousand dollars, sometimes a little bit more. But we also have all the business documents from a record company like Trumpet Records. Uh, trying to place a, a value estimate on that, I'm not sure what that would be. But that's you know so that includes original recording contracts of people like Sonny Boy Williamson Number Two, uh, Elmore James, Jerry Boogie McCain, Willie Love, uh, and many other uh, blues, rockabilly, and gospel artists. And so, you know, when you look at the totality of a collection like that, I mean, that's just, it's both financially valuable, but just culturally and intellectually valuable, as well.
0: From my perspective, archives are vitally important, even more so now. They are the cultural record of a region, especially ours, a region and a people. It's their legacy.
2: Now, as an archive, we we differ from a museum a little bit. In a museum, you can come in, uh, and there are a lot of exhibit spaces uh, where you can just browse, take a self-guided tour. Uh, Here, we do have a lot of exhibit space in the archive, but we exist primarily uh, for people coming in and requesting materials to be pulled.
0: We have over 35,000 linear feet of manuscripts, then several more linear feet of um, home movies, films of Mississippians, and over 70,000 audio recordings in the Blues Archive.
1: Well, here
2: we are back in the uh, stacks. This is uh, an area that's closed off to the public, so when when people come in and they request to hear a record, for instance, we'll come back here and pull a record uh, for them and bring it out here it is. It's a Book of White's Parchman Farm. It's an important recording. One of uh, our state's and world's best blues slide guitarist. His powerful style influenced a lot of, uh, lot of blues artists. But yeah, so these, you know, we'll pull a record like this and take it out uh, and set people up on the turntables and uh, give them a set of headphones and let, let them listen.
1: I like the Blues Archives because they have a fascinating collection of records. And for the most part, the only only way you could come across records is if you find an antique store and they're going to be very expensive. But by coming to the archives, you can come and take a listen at a record free of charge. The Blues Archive
2: opened to the public in 1984. And it really got started when uh, B.B. King donated his personal record collection to the university in 1982 and 83, that uh, the university realized we needed to create this blues archive. B.B. King donated almost 10,000 sound recordings in a a variety of formats, anything from uh, LPs to 78s, 45s, and even about 15 um, Edison wax cylinders. Probably the most fragile thing we have are uh, Edison wax cylinders. Um, Thomas Edison invented a process to record and playback audio in 1877, and they were done on these uh, hardened wax cylinders. Um, uh, these wax cylinders are extremely fragile, and that's one of the reasons uh, they transitioned away to 78s. Um, because you know, if I were to drop this or squeeze it too tightly, this this will just shatter
1: some people have this idea that the blues started other places but the blues started here in Mississippi and the birthplace of America's music starts with the blues and if the blues started in Mississippi that means America's music in its entirety started in Mississippi we have a lot of people Outside of Mississippi, they like to paint a bad picture about Mississippi here. There are a lot of great things that, if they would take the time just to come see, that they will be able to experience the good of Mississippi, which makes it great, starting with the music.
2: The blues are so important to Mississippi's history, culture, and heritage. And if I can be just a little part of preserving that and exposing others, to this incredible music, you know, I've done something right. We hope
0: you enjoyed this episode of Mile Marker. And special thanks to our guests Greg Johnson, Dr. Jennifer Ford, and Jamel Kareem. Find full broadcast episodes of Mississippi Roads on YouTube TV, the MPB Public Media app, and at mpbonline.org. For the Record was produced by Art McAlpin. Mile Marker and Mississippi Roads is executive produced by Katie Savage and a product of Mississippi Public Broadcasting.